What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your Pop Culture Week interview. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com, at the KF Podcast, on your social media needs. Uh, we got the whole crew here. We got myself. We got Don. We got Rock. We got hey. Justin. Hello. And uh, we're going to break it down. Break it down. What uh, happened this week in popular culture. And here we go. So just a little footnote, if you're listening to this show and you care, um, I thought it would be cool if we did the, the top five best moments to us from the past decade in pop culture. When I put this idea out there, then I realized that we should have done this last year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Technically, we should have done this last year, but it's us and we're always late to the game. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, this is just so awesome. When I when I snip at this and put it on YouTube, I'm just going to call it a, a decade in review <laughs> one year later. <laughs> so from now on, our decade. Well, does anybody have anything from 2010? I don't know. Maybe it'll just be an 11. It's an 11 year review is basically all it is. So, you I, know, one of my one of my things is 2010. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, no surprise that we just forgot about it all together last year. But I mean, that's so us. So we're going to do that at the end of the show. It'll be fun talk about some of these big moments in pop culture history in the past 10 years, Le- sorry, 11 years. And uh, yeah, there you go. But uh, it was like, I was just laying in bed thinking about it. And I was like, wait a minute. That was last year. <laughs> then that last year. Wait like, a minute, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that epiphany many times on this show. So there you go. That'll be at the end of the show. So either skip to there now and save yourself or do whatever you want. It's your life. Do whatever you want. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Nothing. Just uh, work and work. I think I worked every day since the last podcast. <laughs> and and uh, yes, yeah, so that's all I did. I, I slept a couple times and then that's it. I should just warn everybody, listen, no one here other than me is in a good mood. <laughs> nope. I heard he's in pain, he's in a bad mood. Brock's internet's not working, his kids are bad, he hates his job, he's in a bad mood. Uh, Ken's been working 80 days straight. He's got a hat on and a sweatshirt, he's cold. It's I'm just... not cold, it's, a tr- it's like a zip-up. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> going to be a great show, show tonight. Everyone's going to be real happy. Every topic we're going to review is going to be this. This is going to—I'll do uh, it real quick. <laughs> so latest news: We found out that Kevin Feige said this. Ugh. <laughs> Get you know rid of gonna it. Happen? It's going to happen whenever I uh, we bring up the, the box office. It was a 16 cents that was made. <laughs> but first, we had a story that Brock had. Brock had some like, would you have bird news or some shit like that? Um. Some of the market research I've been doing by pulling our general listeners have said that bird news is one of their favorite segments. Okay. So <laughs> we all love bird news. I saw, I saw this story pop up today from Canberra, Australia. I'll read the whole thing because it's pretty short. It's from the Associated Press. A pigeon that Australia declared a biosecurity risk. Huh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> the band suggests the bird found in a Melbourne backyard on December 26th was a racing pigeon that left the U.S. from Oregon 
and traveled 3,000 kilometers in two months. Okay. Basis, Australian authorities said Thursday they consider the bird a disease risk and plan to kill it. <laughs> so the you cut out a little bit there. So the bird they found was from the United States, and it was a racing bird. Yes, and he somehow ended up in Australia. That's they want crazy. to kill it because they think it's infected? They, they said it's a health risk. It came from the U.S. Well, yep. it's, it's probably got parasites that are local to... You know, Oregon and, and COVID. It's got COVID all over it. It ain't got it ain't got no <laughs> airborne COVID nonsense. The the people who want to kill it are saying that there's no way it flew over the ocean. It probably hitched a ride on a cargo ship. Yeah, this is a stupid stowaway dirty cargo ship. So have, I don't know. Dirty sex with other birds flies on the ship. Oh wait wait wait! This just in. He's There's dead. a follow-up article. <laughs> the band on the leg is considered to be a fake, said the Oklahoma-based American Racing Pigeon Organization. <laughs> I want such a roller coaster of emotions with this story right now. I know. I wish they would just kill it now at this point. Somebody's trying to get attention. They should execute it live on TV in Australia. <laughs> the disease burn. <laughs> Shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> Yeah, send send you down there with your new crossbow. Uh, my bird news turned out to be a bust. It was a fake. Don't tempt me, Justin. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Well, I had a food topic that I wanted to run by you guys. Did anybody yes. eat red bag chicken? No, I haven't yeah. eaten red bag chicken yet. I haven't Not got yet. that. Next shopping trip, I will. Um, Ken, I sent you this last night when I was talking about that TikTok guy. Did oh, you yeah, ever I never looked at it? No, because I forgot about it until just this minute. So there's this deli that's on TikTok, and this guy, this owner, he like it's like a it's like a convenience store in a deli. Like you can go and get whatever you want. You get sandwiches and everything made it's there. A bodega. Yeah, something like that. They do chicken and rice, different things like that. So they don't have like anything on their menu. Like whatever sandwich you want, he will make it based off whatever they had. You just kind of like. Pick whatever breads you want, meats you want. So I looked through some of his stuff, and he had, like, people coming up wanting bacon, egg, and cheese. And then one guy wants it on a waffle. Then another guy wants it between two pancakes, and he'll make that. <laughs> then I see people making bacon, egg, and cheese and sausage on Pop-Tarts. It was like a new trend they started on there. Pop-Tarts. Okay. So the first one I saw was just, like, bacon and eggs and cheese on a Pop-Tart. And I thought, like, okay – you know, you got the savoriness with like the sweetness of the pop tart. Maybe, maybe, maybe I could kind of see that, right? I mean, it makes it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, kind of like when they make breakfast sandwiches on a donut or on like you know a McGriddle. But then they started doing like the, this. What lady had like turkey, ham, spinach, salt and pepper, cheese, egg, and mayonnaise in between like a strawberry pop tart. Like spreading the mayonnaise on the pop tart. I'm like, no, that's just can't be a good combo. Strawberry pop tart with like the icing in the middle. Yeah, that I just don't get that. But okay, go on. Then there was like people doing like donuts, and one guy put like peanut butter and bananas between the donut. And the way the guy does it, like he'll he'll put it on there, then he wraps it in like parchment paper real tight, and he like presses it in a sandwich thing and heats it, and then he cuts through the paper and like reveals to the camera like the layers of it, what it looks like. You know, puts it in a little box for you, you know, and, and it's like a whole thing. Then I started seeing people eating breakfast sandwiches on honey buns. You know, like the honey bun you buy from the 
Yeah. Like you find little Debbie, and they're like the massive honey buns, right? <laughs> but like, like, like the big king size one. Then <laughs> I seen this chick eat two honey buns. Because one guy, he like cut the honey bun in half and then made the sandwich on it. The other guy used two honey buns as like the top. And then it was like double sausage, double egg, double bacon, cheese. And I'm like, are, my comment was, are you trying to kill yourself? <laughs> I mean, think of how many calories that is. And like, it's just insane. Those honey wow. buns alone will kill you. And two of them for breakfast and then with all that other shit in between. So like personally, I've had a sweet meat burger, which is two glazed donuts. Donut, right. Okay. So I've had that. I've had this essentially the same thing with a, a six different types of bacon. On yeah. A grilled cheese. But like, okay. I can, and I can get behind most of what you're saying, except for the pop tart. And I yeah. feel like it's because of the pastriness yeah. and like the, how like intensely sweet it's that toasted and it's hard to like yeah. the consistency would because that fall apart as soon as you bite into that shit yeah. actually it's not gonna hold together like squeeze it as soon as you squeeze gonna, it yeah it's yeah. just gonna crack you know so. so when i saw the one with the uh then the other thing they were doing was taking like he had like a burger patty like a beef patty and he and it was like pre-cooked beef patties and he would like microwave the beef patties and make your sandwich between the two beef patties. People were like, "Can I have turkey and bacon on a beef patty?" And I'm like, "You're just eating two microwave pre-cooked burger. Bur- how good are those can be?" Yeah, as that's like, like that stupid chicken sandwich that KFC did a while back. It, it was the double down. Yeah, it was good. So my favorite thing about it is I was looking at the at the honey bun one. This guy commented because people were in there like comment like, "Can I get one on a donut?" You know, and all this. This guy just commented and said, "Can I get a pastrami, Twizzlers, and cottage cheese on banana bread?" <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, "That's great," because that just seems like people are just walking up saying the stupidest shit, just trying to yeah. you know go viral and get on there. You know. Can I get Fruit Loops? <laughs> I want it on Fruit Loops. <laughs> Figure it out. Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. Oh yeah, two. Well, I saw one guy did a cosmic brownie that he cut in half, and he put like peanut butter and like bananas in between it, That'd and he like formed it yeah, up. Like I'm, like, I'm okay with that. But it was like a monster cosmic brownie. I'm like, that's sweet enough as it is. Yeah. Then you're putting Nutella and bananas and peanut butter between it. Like I, I, I don't know. I mean, they go a little, they go a little mental on there. That's I gotta, we gotta do it for the vine. I got to find my way over to the food side of TikTok because yeah, I don't know what dark hole you went into on TikTok that you spent I I two hours in, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's I can guess. I'm sure I could guess three three of his hyperlinks <laughs> in that situation. Your For You page, you're just flipping through like, what do these people say? Because your For You page on there will really tell you what kind of person you are. Like right off the bat, like you start liking stuff, it starts knowing you and it's like, well, you want more of that dirty shit, don't you? Here you go. We know what you like you know, I'm okay. It, I'm then if that's the way the algorithm works, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find my way over to food TikTok. Like, though, mine's, mine's all food and like home improvement stuff. Like I have it down to like it's just cooking and and home improvement and collecting. That's the only thing that comes up on mine anymore. Like I've now I think got it got through it enough that I don't catch the random stupid girl dancing dumb thing that most people see on there you know i've gotten away from that good enough now 
it takes some time. You got to use it for. I've been using it almost since last March, so you got to use it for a while. Yeah, it's my favorite social media app. I don't know. I I think it's way better than anything else. It's it's not like it's a little much better than Facebook and everything. It's just mindless stuff to watch. Some of it's informative. Hmm. I love the trucking stuff. I learn a lot from there. But yeah, yeah. try it out. Yeah. Get it, Ken. Download it and l- just look at collecting. No, <laughs> I don't need any more. I got like, enough shit. I got enough collecting more. shit. No, I introduced Justin to it, and he stayed up for two and a half hours just watching it. <laughs> That's great. Brock, do you follow it for, like, Lego stuff at all? No, there's not much on there that I was able to find. I I, I was just annoyed by it when I tried using it. Yeah, well, it takes a lot to get through the nonsense of it. And not feeling like a total creep using it. You got to get away from it. Got to get through that. All right. It's a deep hole. It's a deep hole. All right, Justin, walk us through this wonderful box office. $9 million. Wonder Woman 1984, $3 The Crude's New Age, $1.8. News of the World, $1.2. Okay. Shit weekend again. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, what did I expect? It's, everything's closed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, the theater, I think, is back open now in PA. There's yeah, no good reason. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to really, to really All the good go. stuff's going to be streaming, so. Right. Or it's right. supposed to be good stuff. <laughs> All right. Wonder well, Woman. Is not. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Um, I just saw Jim, Adam, and Todd, and they all hated it, too. Adam was like, I listened to your Wonder Woman review. He's like, as soon as you got into it, I was like, yep, that's exactly what <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that him and Todd like wa- got together and talked about it, and were like, I don't know, maybe like a three or whatever. you know. And then they were like talking about stuff, and they were like, well, that, we got to remove a star for that. I mean, uh, remove a half a star. At least. Then, they were, then they were like, oh, I forgot about how dumb that was. They're like, all right, two stars. He said by the time they got, they got down to like a half a star, we're like, yeah, I don't know what we got through the first time we rated it. But the more we talked about it, the more angry we got. I said, yeah, that was how we were. It was pretty bad. It was. It was a pile of poop. All right, we ready for our headline topic. Headline topic. I, 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 I feel like you're annoyed by this topic already, and I don't know why. But I, 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 Ken is. Like he, I, I, I can tell. I, I don't am. know why. So the, the news. Go ahead, Justin. You can break the news. You're a good news breaker. Okay, I guess. Uh, so a ton <laughs> of articles got released today. It was like every major, um, you know, movie. Uh, Facebook page and Twitter account breaking news Chris Evans is in final talks to return to Marvel as Captain America and as usual some of the more less reputable sites were he's back he's back others were like he's in his final contract negotiations others were like well he's talking about it but we're not sure exactly what's going on yet Um, and then shortly after that happened or after like all this breaking news went out, Chris Evans sends out a tweet that just says news to me with the little shoulder shrug emoji. Right. He didn't like to say anything major. He just said news to me. Yeah. So go ahead, Ken. I know this is on your mind. Go ahead. What do you got? 
I don't want to. I'm done with him. Like he left. He. I don't. I don't need all this hoopla about him not coming back. Because what it does is it makes him have to rewrite. If he's not coming back, I'm fine with it. I'd rather prefer him not to come back, at least for a little bit. Because if he does come back full time and signs like another, you know, three, four picture deal, the whole ending to Endgame in the MCU is pointless. Like the whole point of Winter Soldier and Cat, uh, you know. Falcon Winter Soldier is pointless. Like I, I feel like they they set up so much for Chris Evans to not have Steve Rogers Captain America there. I don't like. I don't want him because it almost undermines all this stuff that's going to come out. Like, but if, I, I, so I don't want him around at least for well, a while. To alleviate your fears, there, Ken. Well, the, not fears. But a couple of <laughs> desires, whatever. Um, a couple of the articles that weren't as like definite that he was coming back um, stated that it was a maximum of a two-picture deal, but they were not solo films. They were si- like he like Robert Downey Jr. did after after Iron Man three. He signed a new deal to come back and just be in the movies, not for more solo movies. Um, so that's what the rumor is was this was a, a, a two picture deal to have him appear in two more, uh, supporting role characters or supporting roles, uh, under Captain America. So like, but what do you do? Like, you know what I mean? Like without tanking or not tanking, but like really if you set it up where he's not going to be around, like, what do you do with him for two pictures? Flashbacks? He's going to, well, yep. I have an idea. Would you like to hear my thoughts? No, is it gonna, no. Were you, were you gonna say? Is it what? <laughs> no. Go ahead. So, I think the as much as I love Endgame, what they did to Captain America, I hated because I think it was totally against what that version of Steve Rogers really believed in. They talked over and over about messing with timelines, doing all this stuff, and then he went back and messed with the timeline and completely changes a new timeline where like Peggy's whoever she married didn't exist or whatever she did. And it's just felt very uncharacteristic and selfish of him. So I feel either you could do one or two things. You don't need any more Captain America movies. You don't, they don't need to make any more. If you want to make a Sam as Falcon Captain America movie, you can, but I think you're going to see most of that in their TV show, the winter soul, the Falcon and cap show that they do. You don't need any movies from him, but they're now, Whatever they had planned before when they were doing Endgame, a lot of stuff changed because of the Fox deal. Getting the X-Men, getting the Fantastic Four, getting these things. I want to see Captain America, or not even Captain America. I want to see Steve Rogers with Reed Richards. Like, I, I want to see him and Wolverine together interacting. So I think signing some kind of deal that he necessarily doesn't need to star in a movie, but you can cameo him wherever you need to be, I would love it. Now, bringing him back, you're going into the multiverse. I mean, there are there, this multiverse stuff is going to be big. I mean, because it's the, it's the headliner of the Strange movie. That's how they're going to introduce either mutants or whatever they're going to bring into it. And, you know, they're bringing in Tobey Maguire, for Christ's sakes, as a Spider-Man in the Spider-Man's movie. So I don't think there's any reason that some kind of version of Steve Rogers, whether he's Commander Rogers of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something different, could enter this reality and somehow decide to stick around to do something. And like I said, even if he just works for S.H.I.E.L.D., or he's retired, or the old Steve that got old, like, 
they do something to him and and he gets young again. I mean, there's so many ways Wanda could make him young for for and say we need Steve Rogers for something and she could go use magic on him to revert him back. You know, they can use the time stone on him to turn him young again. I mean, there's so many ways that they could do it as long as he doesn't like. I don't want him to take a spot of a movie either. Like like you like you said, there's people getting new movies. I don't want him to take a slot. Like I'd rather see new people get movies and get TV shows. But to have his caliber of a character, who to me, him and Iron Man are the two best characters ever in these MCU movies, available for when you need a good cameo. Hell yeah, I'm down with that for the next ten years. Uh, you know, I just think it would be awesome because I want to see him and Wolverine have a conversation or have like a. I want to see a flashback in a Wolverine movie, and and even if they just signed him on for flashbacks and stuff like that, that would be great. Like they do a new X Men movie, and they do an origin of Wolverine, and they do a flashback scene, and you see Captain America with him. Fine, I mean, you know, keep him around for that. I just want him under contract so that he can do things like that. <laughs> you just want him to be a slave to Disney for the next uh, forever. Well, slave's a bad word because he's going to get a shit pile of money. I mean, <laughs> I mean, realize realize where your bread's. I mean, let's face it. Chris Evans isn't really doing anything all that stellar. I know he wants to direct and do all that stuff, but you, he's used to cap money, and if they're going to offer more cap money. It's kind of hard to turn down when you're, you know, when you're hot, you're hot. You might as well cash in on it. You know, that's what, that's what Vin Diesel does with the fucking Fast and the Furious movies and all the shit he does. Why not do it, Evans? You know, I think he's great. I think, I think, I think the MCU still needs him. I think, I think looking out at what they have in the future, I think you still need that star power on deck just in case. Just in case these new characters aren't as popular, you got to have a backup plan. And I think he's a good backup plan. What do you think, Brock? I'd like to have him around in flashbacks. I don't want to see him back in the in the universe. Though, like I'm with Ken on that. His story was told, and I kind of just I, I hate time travel and retconning things and stuff. Always annoy me in comics and whatever other medium. Mm -hmm. It makes the story not even seem relevant that you've actually invested yep. in. Mm -hmm. But isn't that comic books? We've been reading those our whole lives. Yeah, I mean, it's good. And it's, Doesn't mean I have to like it's, it. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, but I know. mean, think about the amount of times where you probably said to yourself, like, all right, some character, they killed off Batman, they killed somebody off, and maybe you were annoyed that they brought him back, but didn't wasn't there stuff post that that you were like, wow, this is good, and that you were like, I'm happy this character is back because that was really good? You know what I mean? Yeah, but... Like, if they would have kept, kept Bucky dead for, like, and he never returned... Then we would have missed out on all the cool Winter Soldier stuff. So it worked out. You know what I mean? Really, I mean, he was one of the ones that they almost always kept dead. Like, it was him. Yeah, and him he and was Jake dead for, like, 60 years. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was... Poor like, Jake Bucky came back. Yeah, a lot of people were annoyed by that. So, I... It's tough to say. I just would I guess rather. It's a difference. I mean, I don't really care when people die and come back. It doesn't bother me. You're an X-Men fan, and that's their, that's been their storyline for 25 <laughs> well, years. Sure. I am an X-Men fan. They do do that, you know, because real life sucks when people die and they don't come back. So in my fake life, comic books and movies, I like when they come back. You know, I don't need it to be like real life. I also feel like it's a different audience. Like we're accustomed to it when it comes to right. comic books. That's what I was getting at. I feel like, you know, you take someone like, you know, like your parents, Don, who are into this stuff. 
And like yeah. these people that are not used to this, like I honestly think that the multiverse might be too much for some of these people that are in, I the, think, into this. I think multiverse is a little too much for like my mom and dad to handle. But like my mom and dad would be psyched that Chris Evans is back. The reaction of the reaction, even if it's not true, from the general fan online, it was blowing up everywhere. People weren't like, "Oh, this sucks." Most people, Justin, I mean, most people yeah. were like, "This is great. Thank you. This is exactly what we needed in 2021." Yes, you know, like well, those people are dumb. <laughs> I think I think it's a reverse, Ken. I think it's more. There's a group of people like you who are who these are the things you like to hate and like get annoyed. Everyone likes it. You have to hate it. Like that's the way you're, you're bred. You know what I well, mean? I mean, let's be honest. Everyone knows that, you know, not everyone has great taste. But something uh, becomes I mean, <laughs> that's your thing. You know what I mean? Like, like I like that. Oh, now everyone likes it. That's no, dumb, stupid. I hate it. <laughs> I've just, never been a fan of people coming back from the dead. It's true. You know, that's true. I mean, we don't even know if it's really legit. Um, but I don't know. I could see Disney. He's not going to admit it. Neither is Disney going to admit it because there's no reason to admit it now. Uh, it's something that you could have again in your back pocket in case something, you know, it, to me, like if you're going to do a movie where eventually we're going to fight, they're going to fight Kang the Conqueror. It just doesn't feel right to me that Cap and Iron Man aren't there to fight Kang. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I don't need them that star in other movies, but like I need them to come back for Avengers five or Avengers six to take on Kang. Like it doesn't feel right that they're not there. I don't know. I would be fine if they were doing like a Kang the Conqueror and they pulled Cap from like World Another, War Two. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that would be you know like yeah. just something interesting, and then you know. Yeah. Or the, just I don't know. I get worried about the multiverse stuff that they're going to use this to fix. Because I love the multiverse personally when it comes to, like, you know, Marvel, it can, MCU. It can go bad quick. When you start messing with time travel and multiverse, then there are no rules to your storytelling. You can do whatever right. you want. Yeah. It's cheap. It's like garbage wrestling. Yep. It's, it's cheap heat. But I honestly believe that the Fox deal stuff changed their plan a little bit in their mind on some of that stuff. Probably. Because I mean, how couldn't it have? Like, yeah, how could not? How can not be like, oh, we have Reed Richards now in a few years. Well, we're not going to have that iconic moment of the Illuminati. We don't have Tony, you know, like, uh, you know, and they love to do that shit because that shit pops people. You know, they talk about that stuff. They they want that. You know, I think that I think they want that so bad. It's why you see all these Avengers movies. And cat movies that they made, they all had to be a theme to them from a comic book event, just to get that to get to get people excited. Like they couldn't just do Captain America two; it had to be called The Winter Soldier. It had to be Civil War. It had to be Infinity yeah. War and Age of Ultron, because it's just like, oh, you know, it gets them. Like I didn't need it to be any of that. They could have made up all new names and events, but mm -hmm. that's what they do in the MCU. So if they're gonna do a big thing with Kang. Or whoever, I can get. I think they're gonna have to have these guys back from some point in time or some universe, just to make it feel like a big deal. Chomp, 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 chomp. Continuing on with the MCU, uh, Kevin Feige did a did an interview recently and revealed a few new things. Um, 
said that they're currently working on a rolling five-year plan. Um, okay. So as of right now, they have the MCU planned out through 2026, 2027. That's yeah, good. So, should. It makes them so much money. Yeah. Fucking yep. little foresight isn't a bad thing. <laughs> yep. You have ten years planned now. If only, if only the, if only WB and uh, DC could could get on board with with uh, a plan DC like can't that. Can't even figure out what they want to do tomorrow, let alone <laughs> down the road. Um, in addition to that interview, he also confirmed that Deadpool will be part of the MCU and will remain his R-rated self, but won't begin filming until at least 2022. I don't know why everybody is so excited over that Deadpool has to be rated R. I don't get that. I don't know why that's such a seller for people. It people just <laughs> it, it because Mark Feige doesn't want because there are so many fanboys out there well, that I'd... that were introduced to the character in the R-rated version had no idea of the comic, maybe an idea of the comics before that, but their yeah. their introduction was was the movies and Ryan Reynolds swearing and blowing people's heads off. Feige doesn't want that to backlash. Alien. Yeah. To, that that oh you bought this and changed it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's gonna be he's gonna be part of the MCU, but my guess is his solo films are gonna be produced under the search, the Fox Searchlight banner. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in just kind of their own little world. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they've kind of alluded, like, nod and wink to this part of the MCU anyways, so, right. you know what I mean, with the helicarrier in it, in Deadpool 1, and, you know, they pretty much, yeah, they've, you know, pretty much nod and wink to this part of the MCU anyways, which I'm fine with, just, but I, I do think that if he shows up in other movies, he should act R-rated, but get bleeped, and, and yep. be the only one that realizes that's going on. Yep. I think it would be great. I think you yep. should turn to Spider-Man and be like, what the fuck? And, that ble- and it, they bleep it and look around like, did anyone? Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Be good. Um, and then in other Marvel mo- Marvel news, uh, Sony has announced that they're delaying Morbius by seven months to October 2021. Ooh, spooky Halloween movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I think anybody really that excited for Morbius anyway. I am. Jared Leto was. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'll see it. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see it for sure. I never saw Venom. You're not missing much. Just just sit in the car and play the Eminem song over and over again and hold a Venom action figure, and that's about the equivalent of it. Venom. You're not wrong. I didn't hate that movie, though. I've watched it a couple times. I don't hate that movie. Rock, you like Venom, don't you? Yeah, it's not bad. I enjoyed it for what it is. Yeah, it's just weird. Well, I think you're... I, I, I think got, you hate it so much because it at the time it was made, it didn't tie into anything else. It was yeah. just a Venom movie. Yeah, I mean, I, this he's like, oh, I'm a symbiote, and uh, I'm like you, Eddie. I'm like, I got kicked out. I'm a loser like you. And, um, you know, it was just, like, so strange. Like, the, he looked cool, but, like, you know, I don't know. Put a spider on his chest. Or, he hasn't met uh, Spider-Man yet. A symbiote dragon, because it's an all... 
some guy on the internet was talking about um i saw this article about venom and they were like are they going to be able to use like null and as the next big bad in the mcu and the one guy was like no you can't use that he's sony and i said yeah he's a symbiote you really sony probably would own it i said just like i don't know how they're going to do gore the god butcher for thor thor love and thunder because he's symbiote based powers and this guy said no he's not you're an effing idiot i was like oh it's nice (laughs) (laughs) happy monday to me (laughs) like well is a symbiote. I mean, that's not a lie. It uses a symbiote power. You know, he's like, no, he doesn't. He's a god butcher. I was like, oh, all right, he doesn't. Screw me, then. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. I just gave him the Wikipedia link. I left. What a jerk. Yeah. What an idiot Don turned out to be. He doesn't even know comics. He doesn't. Read a comic. Read a comic. Carnage. Uh, Superman. Oh God. <laughs> um, moving on from that, um, uh, under DC, actor uh, Harry Lennox uh, has confirmed he will appear in the Snyder Cut as Martian Manhunter. I like I didn't it. realize that Annie Lennox was acting. She, <laughs> I mean, I liked her music in the eighties, but I didn't realize and, that she. Was... And, and and you know what? Again, Ken, you did not let me down. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just thought to myself, Ken's going to mention Annie Lennox said that. I, I just know he will. I'm not going to even mention it and say it or draw attention to it. I was waiting till we got to that point, and you did not let me down again. Another, I see these names, and I know you're going to make fun of them. I like, <laughs> well, I know you now. Annie Lennox. Uh, His appearance will be like two seconds. Yeah. The guy in an alley just turn and. It will turn green first and go back to normal. He was the he was the general from uh was it Man of Steel? Man of Steel. That's been Martian Manhunter the entire time. Yeah. Well, why was he hating aliens so bad? Yeah. It's a cover, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, pretty good cover. I don't remember the general. I'm just his insurance. General's really good. Good card from. Yep. Um, in honestly not surprising news, but news that's laughable, uh, Warner Brothers has started an Oscar push for Wonder Woman 1984 for yep. all qualifying categories, including Best Picture. <laughs> it's going to win. Uh, in, in knowing it, it'll probably win because... That's how bad it is. You know what I mean? They'll say it's really got a good message about love and shit and everything else. And that wouldn't be surprised. I mean, but think about what else came out this year for the Oscars. Nothing. Well, I mean, there's there's movies out there. I don't, I don't have a list off the top of my head. Tenet's, Tenet's out there. Tenet. Best It'll be like, here's the movies up for Best Picture. Tenet, New Mutants, Bloodshot, Bad Boys. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, Wonder Woman won. How oh, great. New Mutants won for uh, Best Supporting Actor for Magic. Get out of here, DC. Put it up for Best Picture. I mean, get the hell out. Go home. You're drunk. But that <laughs> movie sucks. But me, that probably means 
it'll win an Academy Award because most Academy Award mo- winning movies do suck. <laughs> it's going to win. <laughs> you heard that here first. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Who got next, Big Shoots? Um, no, I didn't have anything new for Disney this week. Not flex. There's nothing going on because we got WandaVision dropping today. Yeah. Yep. First two episodes. Ooh, two. It's a double double episode premiere. You skipped your other movie news. You still have that in there. I know. I'm getting back to it. Swing they back. To seg- they tried to segue me. Um, Make those so, any can it segue. In other news, uh, Kevin Hart has signed a four movie first look deal with Netflix, uh, similar to the Adam Sandler deal a few years ago that was, right, I believe, six horrible movies like Adam Sandler did. Um. I don't think all of the ones that Adam Sandler made were horrible. But... <laughs> Justin, if you haven't figured out yet, if Don doesn't like something, it's horrible. <laughs> and that's the same with the two of you. When you don't like something, it's terrible. Get rid of it. You'll say, get rid of it. Or stupid, lame, get rid of it. All right, let's, let's test that theory. Uh, the No Time to Die release date has been removed from April 4th and has not come back with a new date yet. Oh, it's that's a shame. No I heard that's going to be really good. I was looking forward to that coming out. I don't know what that is. It's James Bond, isn't it? It's the, oh, it's it's the last uh, James Bond. Uh, I love Daniel Craig. James He's done Bond. a great job in all those movies. They're all it's really, the really fucking, good. You've never even the, watched one. Shut up. I really enjoy the shit. <laughs> Going back Moving to Kevin on Hart to Netflix, can we go back to Kevin Hart and Netflix? Did they sign The Rock to any of these pictures? Because that's the only way it's going to be a good movie. I really like The Rock in all of those movies. I think he's really good. All right. Kevin Hart is very entertaining as well. So is let's, Adam let's talk about this uh, decade in re- 11 and a half years in review. <laughs> we got to fucking do here. Kevin Hart is really popular on TikTok right now. There's it's, a lot of out there and he has a new comedy special i think on netflix as well too so he's learning just like adam sandler that if you get in good with netflix you can do whatever you want you can make a b- bunch of movies comedy shows and just have chris chappelle or dave chappelle chris chappelle, chris <laughs> dave chappelle. <laughs> little brother yeah no, yeah he does this he just doesn't make movies like these guys do but it's good i mean it's the way to go i think they see that like the box office ain't booming so let me get in with netflix and just get exclusive with them and do all kinds of different shit. Let's yep. get exclusive Makes with sense. Netflix. Yeah, because it's popular. Yeah. We're going steady with Netflix. Netflix puts new shit out all the time. You can't even keep up with it. There's always something new coming out I think out their there. big stick this year is they're going to put out a new movie every week. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like 52 weeks of new movies. I saw something for it. When you have the whole kind of the whole world sitting home just watching TV all day long, you might you could put out five movies a day. And people would be like, yeah, I watched them. I got through them already. I'm done. What's next? I mean, people burn through series so so quickly nowadays. It's crazy. I can't keep up with anything. Yeah, me neither. I'm excited to have a day off tomorrow for <laughs> WandaVision, or today. Now, so if we're going to talk Netflix next, Brock, did you, you watch Cobra Kai, didn't you? I did. I just finished it last week. That show is fantastic. Yeah, right. My wife's, my wife's watching Cobra Kai. She says it's the bee's knees. It's a fun show. Then you like the new? Did you like the new season? I did. Good. Yeah, 
I like all the predictable, but I thought it was cool. I feel like that show. I haven't seen a show that like you know how most people when you make a, a like you do a continuation or you do a refresh or retake of it. Most of the times people are like, eh. Kind of, you're ruining my childhood, or I didn't really, I didn't like. You get all the usual complaints. I feel like this show does so much respect to the old show and keeps it going. Like they just honor yeah. it so well, and they do such a smart thing that, like, when they introduce a character that maybe you forgot about, they'll show you like part of the Karate Kid, like what that part, character was involved in. That way, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, that's that dude. All right, yeah, I didn't realize it because he's 35 years later and old as shit. But and I like my the thing I like most about it is they make both Johnny and Daniel Son the sympathetic character from those original yeah. movies. The original movie, then yeah, like, you now see everything from Johnny's side, and you're like, well, was was he the face the whole time, and Danny was the heel? Like, is that <laughs> yeah? Because they actually had that conversation where they were both kind of like, yeah, that was a dick thing to do. Like, they were kind of like, yeah, that, that's that is very. You know, they're both not perfect. You know, Daniel's not the little goody-goody two-shoes guy, and Johnny's not uh-huh. all that. Johnny is – Johnny Lawrence, to me, is exactly what I need in, in 2021 and 20 uh, – like, he's not politically correct, says whatever he wants, and everyone's okay with it because it's a throwback from an 80s character. So, like, uh-huh. when he gives people pussies, no one's like, oh, that's so offensive. They're just like, oh, Johnny Lawrence is funny. I'm like – Johnny Lawrence is is like my idol. Like I love everything he, he says and does on the show. Like the way he acts, it's 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 a great take. And I really felt like this season was like the first two seasons were very much about like the first movie. This season was like Karate Kid two. Yeah. When are they and gonna I, bring out the uh, the drums that he used in the third one? They're, they're already they're in already it. There. They're yes. already there. And I feel like that's where they're going in the next season is gonna be like Karate Kid three. When's Jaden Smith gonna show up? Oh, that'll be down the road. You think they'll do Hillary Swank? They better. <laughs> next Karate Kid. She, I mean, if they could afford her, I think she would be a good addition. That was Miyagi. He taught her. Mm-hmm. That'll be season five. That'll be down the road. Well, I mean, it it set all kinds of Netflix records for you know amount, the amount of people that completed it in like one week and all that stuff. And a day. People like it because it's nostalgic for a lot of people our age, but it's also like they modernized it in a good way that, like, it doesn't feel like, you know, even the ki- young kids and people can get into it. And, you know, I mean, people yeah. have gone and downloaded the, or watching the original movies now more but all, uh, as well. Oh, I'm sure. Just trying to connect those dots. Yeah. Are the original movies on Netflix? <sighs> that I don't know. They might be. They should be. It's good though. It was really good, really enjoyable, easy to watch. I mean, they're only thirty yeah. minutes long. Yeah, real you know, quick. You know, every episode. There's no filler. Yeah, they move pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So go check it out. Yeah. It's another one of those shows though. This is my one gripe about it, where there's never any consequences to your actions. Yeah. Yeah. Like Riverdale. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of shit that like that that would what you couldn't do, you know, and get a. <laughs> but it's it's good stuff. It's entertaining. All right, what do you got next, Justin? 
Uh, Disney Plus, um, we already mentioned we get the first two episodes of WandaVision today. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday the 15th. Um, we're expecting eight episodes of the show. Um, so hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get uh, get some good stuff tomorrow or today. This is our first uh, jump back into the MCU since... Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Far yes. From Home. Since 2019, um, we haven't had anything for a while. There's a bunch of reviews out there already because they released the first three episodes to a bunch of, like, media people. And we um, didn't get it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I, I've avoided everything because I just I want to go into this completely... Like other than trailers, I don't I don't want to hear anybody's opinion on it before I watch it. So yeah, um, I haven't watched any of that stuff. But yeah, uh, uh, a lot of people have watched it. So my father's response to the commercial, he called me and he was like, "What's this Vision Wanda show? Do I need to watch it?" And I was like, "Yes." I said, "It's it's it's Scarlet Witch and Vision. Isn't Vision dead?" I said, "Just watch it." I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he is. Well, why does it look like a sitcom? I don't want to watch a sitcom. I said, no, it's just, it's like probably all in her head or something. I said, it's going to be a serious show. All right, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Do I need this one? Do I need to see this one? I'm like, yes, you got to see this one. Tell him to put poop in his shoes and watch one division. It's going to be good. <laughs> and deal with it. I'll get uh, a lot of phone calls on it. This is gonna this is gonna be the test to see if people can deal with yeah how weird like, they can get yeah how weird they can get because if they can't handle this like they're not gonna be able to handle multiverse shit very well like it's gonna be interesting. I told him I was trying to like explain something to him. I said, "Did you see when they showed you the the black lady in it?" I said, "She was the little black girl in Captain Marvel too." Captain Marvel. What? I said, "Remember that was like his, the daughter. That's her now." Wasn't she a kid in that movie? I said that movie was in the nineties. It was. I was like, yes. <laughs> like, that movie was out right before Endgame. I was like, yeah, but it was. I'm like, it was supposed to be in the nineties. It doesn't really matter now. I said, but that little girl, she's older now. She's Monica <laughs> Rambo. She's an Avenger. I said, just keep that in the back of your mind. Poor Bobby Ordy. Photon. I like Photon. It'll be good. You can move on, Justin. Go ahead. I'm done rambling. Right. <laughs> um, we got some more Dude. more uh, Disney Plus info came out of the uh, the Kevin Feige interview. Um, She-Hulk is going to be ten half an hour episodes, and it's going to be like ten, ten hour episodes. <laughs> um, it's going to be like a like a courtroom comedy drama bum, thing. Bum. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Dun, 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 but dun, ten half hour episodes. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Moon Knight, and Loki are all going to be six forty to fifty minute episodes. Okay. okay. So it's almost like three movies. Yes. Five movies, somewhere around there is basically what we're saying. Not, I mean, sorry, it's like two and a half movies, basically. Yes. Marvel movies. Yeah. yeah. It's like three and a half men. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't it's understand like why people ten half hour episodes. It's like a comedy court show, or whatever. It bold, it's gonna be uh, night court. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Night court. Be... Kangaroo court. 
the kangaroo court. I I don't know. Maybe they're just trying something new with it. It's just him. It's just her banging juggernaut constantly. <laughs> Ken, wasn't it Scott Steiner, Steiner that said, "What kind of kangaroo court did they let a grown man come in wearing a bandana on his head?" What you talking about? Hogan going to court for something, and he had a bandana. On. I think so. It's <laughs> great. What kind of grown man wears a bandana to a court case? <laughs> um, Liam Neeson was doing some press for uh, the new movie that he's in, and somebody asked him about Qui-Gon, and he said, of course, he would love to come back in the Obi-Wan show as done. Qui-Gon. Done. If Liam Neeson wants to do it, it's done. It uh, should be. I would Qui-Gon love to see awesome. him. It's just... The Force Ghost training Obi, like continuing to train Obi Wan, because that's what what um, Yoda told him. Yeah, they already set that up. He said, "When when you go about your this next journey of being Luke's guardian, an old fr- uh, you, you learn a new trick. An old friend will be waiting for you. Should be Qui Gon Jinn. Absolutely. Teaching yeah. them how to be like a you know master and all that stuff. Cooking dinner, hanging out." <laughs> I want Qui- I want Qui Gon Jin to call him and be like, "You're gonna get taken. I need you to get." <laughs> <laughs> I have a very specific skill, son. Liam Neeson is awesome. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I I I want a Qui Gon Jin TV show. Can I can I be honest with you guys? Here we go. Yeah. I'm tired of fucking hearing the news the news article of oh so and so's asked about something and they said yes that they want to do it like no fucking shit who doesn't want money like it's like hey Kevin, another like, news <laughs> another want news. money yeah. yeah that's all it is it's like oh you know in other news uh, hey ken would you like to not work where you're working yeah all right great <laughs> throw it on newsarama like, fucking... I, think saying, I i think it's more when they do like oh they talk to um Johnny Depp, and he said he'd love to be in a Marvel movie. Like, like those ones annoy me more than like this guy was already in a Star Wars movie, so I'm okay with him. He's saying. an established character. I hate when you see like Seth Rogen said he wouldn't mind being in the next X Men movie. Like, so would I. I'd love to be in the next <laughs> X Men movie. Can I have I me just, and my, my kids in it? I just think it's funny because like there's only three people that don't want to do this, and that's like Hugo Weaving that was the Red Skull, yeah. fucking yeah. what's her face that was Padme doesn't want to be in any Star. So there's like, d- go ahead and ask everyone, ask Poe Dameron. I don't give a shit who you ask. They're gonna say fuck yeah, give me that Star Wars movie. <laughs> <Not Poe Dameron>. <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just makes me laugh and it annoys me because it's like. We do, if I would have get a lot of those, you'll see a lot of those. You know, he's interested and might be playing Wolverine. Like, oh, okay. Fuck so yeah, am I. What I, <laughs> I want to play for fat, bald, forty-four year, forty-five year old Wolverine. Did they have that version? I'll be old man Logan. It's just, it's just silly. Business. I want Logan to be Wolverine. There you go. Yeah. It is silly, but Liam Neeson would be cool. Yes. And hurry up. Um, he gets too old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, DC HBO Max news: uh, the Green Arrow and the Canaries. Green Arrow and the Canaries. The Green Arrow and Canaries spinoff show has been canceled before they could even air a single episode. And I have another update on the, on on the, that I just saw recently for DC. Arrow, the, the dying Arrowverse is, you know how they're doing the new Batwoman show and the new Lois, uh, Superman and Lois show? Yeah. 
planning a crossover. You know, they, they did that crisis crossover. They were going to do with whatever they have left. I think there's only two shows left. It's going to be this Batwoman show and, and the Superman and Lois show. I don't know how. Well, Flash, Flash is still, still around. They were going to do a crossover with all of them. And the crossover is canceled for this year. Oh, really? Because of Kobe. Yeah. Doing, canceling it all for now. Okay. And also because it's probably going to be horrible. <laughs> but, yeah. That, I mean, just kill the Arrowverse already. Brock, do you remember when we went on like a six-week tirade where every week we would complain about how bad the Arrowverse is? Yep. Until you were eventually like, you know, you guys talk about this every week. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Stop talking about the Arrowverse. Get rid of it already. It was the worst thing that was ever created. And it DC's was made... good for a while there. No, it wasn't. They had their it wasn't. It wasn't worth spending all that time. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. It was not worth it. I don't regret watching Arrow. I would. Uh, Arrow was good. I don't regret the first couple seasons of Flash either. It was good. After that, that was the end of it. It got bad. Nah. And last year, Crisis on Infinite Earths was good. Yep. No. Nah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amazon Prime News: uh, The Lord of the Rings show has finally been confirmed. That it is taking place thousands of years before the existing movies. Good. I love it. I like it. I'm down with that. It should take place. I mean, should it take place right before they fight Sauron or I want or I want it before that? that I I don't know. I don't know those. I don't know the stories of like old Middle Earth. I I, watched them over Christmas. So like when the regular movies is out, um, The Hobbit was like like you know 50 years before that but then like Gollum had the ring for 500 years and then there was like thousands of years before it was found so you have to go back for a while it shouldn't be in between it should be before like Sauron should be around still like in control and bad it should be before that time because the time in between was like nothing was going on yeah you know That's what, what I mean? the show's gonna be from? Just people hanging out in Hobbit holes. Hobbit. I mean, you had the event, the event of the Hobbit, and then that was really it. So, like, the, the, so you know, I'm sure you could go back and do a lot more. Because I always thought Sauron was a cool thing, and they never really explored him in the movies because he was like not around. You know, it's just gonna be a weird romantic comedy. <laughs> Take place back in, the, in that time. <laughs> It's actually going to be 10 30 minute courtroom comedies. <laughs> and it's gonna, Harry Smith's going to be involved in it. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know any of the cast of yep. my court. It's going to be drama on TNT. Uh, I don't have any other TV news. Ugh. Ugh. What video game news you got? Uh, video game news I have is I think it's pretty exciting. Um, so for the longest time, EA, EA has had exclusive rights to any kind of Star Wars video games, and that contract has now come to an end, okay. and Lucasfilms Games and Ubisoft have just announced a partnership Ubisoft. to come up with a new open-world Star Wars game. Okay. It will be story-driven, but it's going to be open-world. It's going to so, have the rabbits in it. The who? The Rabbids. I don't know who that is. The, the, that was their big franchise. The, oh. the White Raving Rabbit. Rabbids. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I, they'd be cool. Cool. They've, been, 
talking about that for a long time at EA, doing a big open world Star Wars game, but it never really came to fruition. Yeah, I think you have the ability to play as like different types. Like, well, yeah, you could be a Jedi, or you could be a bounty hunter, or you could be a droid, you could be a clone. Yeah, that's what I saw an article a, a guy was talking about. He or it might even have just been a tweet. Um, but he was like, yeah, it needs to have different classes of characters. I don't want to be forced to play a Jedi or a bounty hunter or any. He's like, I want to be able to play one of a bunch of different cast of characters. He's right. like, if I go to a planet and there's a ship over there, I want to be able to steal that ship and fly away. Right. Like he said, is that he's like in 2021, is that too much to ask out of a video game? Right. And if you're I not a pilot, you can't go do that. You know, yeah. you don't. Yeah, that's how, like, Dragon Ball had a good open-world game where you had to pick what path you wanted to start on based on what character you created. You're either going to be a human, a Saiyan, a Namek, like, whatever race you were, that's, like, what you were allowed to do. I think you should do – I think that would be cool to do that, you know. If you're going to do – you can do Jedi stuff, but then, like, you can't go do bounty hunter stuff or, you know, the other – or droid stuff. Or you could pick, like, I don't know, have – and and again, it's it's a game. It's going to have to go into consoles, so they can't make it like ridiculously huge. But have twenty different alien species that you could pick, and then pick a class. Like you pick your alien you want to be, and then okay, is your alien a bounty hunter? Is your alien a Jedi? Is your alien you know like I, that would be awesome. A Mandalorian. Yeah. Um. You know, pick. You know, say you want to be a, a Wookie bounty hunter. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool game. And you just do it. No. Jerk. <laughs> sure. uh, what do you think, Ken? You don't like this game? No, it's fine. I just, um, it's going to be tough. I think when you have an open world game, it's going to be, I would not be surprised if you pick your race, but you're not a Jedi or anything. You might just be one person. And almost like if you think of Grand Theft Auto, where you can kind of create your character in an open world setting, but then you just do what's asked of you. So you might be, you know, smuggler driven, whatnot, but you might have proficiencies with, uh, you know, piloting or whatever. But I can't see. I actually would rather not have a Jedi game. I'm kind of over. You know, that's all EA made was you're a Jedi and you're fighting all these Siths and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so that's what it's fine. always been. So I would, I'm fine with, especially now watching more like Mandalorian or Rebels, like, you know, I'd like to maybe not have that as a, you know, an option. You should have to, like, you know, because you know what, if you think about the vastness of the, of like, you know, the original trilogy, like there was only a couple Jedi. It should be something mm-hmm. that you like all of a sudden stumble across like, Oh shit, that dude's a Jedi. Oh shit. That guy's a Mandalorian. Like to like carry the weight of the, I'd want I'd rather have it as like, here's your 10 races that you can choose from. And you can't choose like Mandalorian. You can't choose, um, you know, whatever Yoda is like, you could just pick like Wookiee and some other stuff, but Really, the, those things that make Star Wars special should be hard to find. So you can kind of get, you know, maybe you're just, a, uh, an, you know, you're on a planet and you're working for the rebellion, and that's all the game is. The open world is like helping the rebellion fight the empire kind of deal. You get to be a hammerhead race. Hey, definitely, you get, or Kit Fisto, whatever he was. Yeah, was all Kit the green. Fisto. What about yeah. a Rodian? What's was that? that? The, 
Greedo? Yep. Greedo. I want to be whatever um, Plu Coon is. They have like a, a cage around their mouth. Whatever that weird shit is. Oh, fucking cage mouse. Everyone knows it's, this. Yeah, good old cage mouse. Yeah. Old cage mouse. Old canary faces is what I like to call them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or have one of those growths coming out of your head, like those chicks. He's a Keldor. Who I want to be? Who is the? It was uh, Doctor Zuckus, or the the two guys from the, the one guy that got his uh, arm cut off in the uh, yeah. <laughs> Ponda Baba. Ponda Baba and Doctor. I can't remember the Dr. doctor's Zaya. name. Doctor Doctor Zayas. Doctor Zayas. <laughs> Isn't Doctor Zayas from uh, Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes. Oh, it's good. All right, we ready for our uh, our shit? Our shit. We're done with news. Anybody any toy news? No, no, no. I did play. I, I played an awesome game this week. If anyone likes a classic side scroller, it's on uh, Xbox. Uh, you can download it. It's called Carrion. Carrion. C A R R I O N. And you are a monster. And you're a little flesh-like thing, and then you go around eating people in this like. It, so basically, you're playing as the, ba- the 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 monster in this game, and you just go yeah. around this this like Metroid-style levels. But you're the monster, and you're eating like science and fighting army guys, and like pick like mixing with different DNA to do different powers. It's pretty cool. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Okay. So, and uh, I watched a lot. I'm sorry, but I'm going to talk about this real quick too. So I started watching Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. And I think the the best two, the best Star Wars I've seen next to the original trilogy, I would say are these two episodes of Rebels and then maybe the and then the Mandalorian. They're like on the same level. The last two episodes of season two are some of the best Star Wars I've ever watched. Wow. I need I to watch Rebels. season two yet. I, I saw the first season. Back like I. I've been watching Rebels as kind of like a passive background, like you know, like I'll put it on, you know, just to check it out. But like, I don't want to. It's funny. I don't. I always say I don't want to spoil it because I know Rock wants to watch it. But like, I want to watch it too, so don't say it. Okay, but I think it's amazing. So okay, um, you know, it ties in a lot of different things. Uh, so it's good. That's right. I'm gonna have to go back and look, Ken. I don't remember what episodes those were. You two can have a side conversation where you can yeah, play. Yeah, whenever we take our break in between episodes, we'll talk about it real quick. Okay. Let's wrap this show up with um, we're going to do our – we're a year late on our five, top five biggest events of pop culture events for the past decade. Okay. See, I guess I went a little different with this. I just thought cool stuff that I liked in the last decade, but go on. That's kind of what I did too. Well, I mean, you could do whatever you want. To me, you could do this however you want. To me, these are my thing, or the these are the biggest moments of for me of the past ten years. And they, so, some of them are specific, some of them are not. What, what did, you already made a fucking noise about it, didn't you? You already, you're already, you're already, yeah, you went. Ugh. No, I did not. That was just, right. just heavy breathing. <laughs> all right, let's go around. Do you want to do them all in a row? Do you want to do them in? Do you have them in order? No, I, I mine don't. are in no particular order. Yeah, it's mine just are in five any particular order. So we'll just give them out. So we'll just go around and give one out. So Justin, we'll start with you. Give us one you got. Uh, 2012 Disney buys Lucas Films. 
Kind hey, of- that was on my list too. Oh, nice. Fuck. Very good. That was a big moment. Hmm. For, that's it. We're not going to talk about it. just. Oh yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> I was like, just yeah. talk about it. Yeah. No, I mean it. It, it led to, um, you know, the the sequel trilogy wasn't all that all that well liked, but it led to a lot of other things. The Mandalorian, you know, all the new stuff we have coming. Um, you know, Rebels. Uh, there's a a lot has come from from Disney buying them and. Um, you know, despite the the sequel trilogy that was made, I, I think there's a lot of good stuff to come um, going forward in in Star Wars because Disney bought it. Because um, George Lucas was just kind of sitting on it; he wasn't yeah. really, he didn't really have plans to do much else with it. And yeah. um, and when Disney bought it, we've we've gotten a tremendous amount out of it, and and we'll continue yeah. to get it. So that was that was a big one for me. That was one of yours too, Brock. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tie into that and go and go next, if you don't mind. Um, one of mine I had on there is when Disney buys Fox. Yep. Um, that was huge for me, just being an X-Man fan and, you know, them being one of my favorite things ever, knowing that they were coming back home to Marvel, that we're going to eventually get them in. Because that was always a thing that I hated was that they weren't a part of it and they just kept making bad movie after bad movie that I really did enjoy. I mean, some of the early ones I did because you had to enjoy and there was nothing else, but they're really not good. So Hugh Jackman's the best thing to come out of that. So that was a big deal for me that they got finally got them back. And not only that, but took over a lot of other stuff, which uh, led to a lot of things that could be cool down the road here. So that was a big one for me. Awesome. Brock? Um, I'm going to go subscription boxes. More specifically, because oh. oh. it's like a huge deal now. Like everything has a subscription box. Yeah. You can get deals delivered in a subscription box now. It's kind of like a big, you know, big industry. There's all kinds of stuff, and it's it really started this past decade. Yeah. And I went all in on that there for a while. I had like six or seven boxes coming here a month. I so agree. I, so mine kind of piggybacks off of Brock's. One of my biggest things that I think I blew up in the last 10 years is Funko Pops. Oh. Yes. I don't know anyone that doesn't have at least one or two. Like they've, I, It's such a phenomenon that it's like – yeah i remember i'll never forget when we first got them into the store and like how we were like oh okay i mean these are kind of cool and we we sat on them sat on them like so many (laughs) of the ones that are like worth so much money now like me and brock would just sit there and go look at all these like sitting here and there's (laughs) and and i remember you know the owner of the comic book shop was annoyed that i was like spending but we're like some people buy them like it's it seems to be hot, but like it's just crazy how much. And you're right, them. everyone has bought one. Everyone yeah. that like owns yeah. one. Yeah. Whether whether it is, if you like the Golden Girls, you got one. Yeah. If you like The Office, you got one. If you're into anime, you bought some. You know, they're they're. Yeah. They were huge. And, and also too, if like, oh, you're a fan of the Steelers. Oh, I got you the Ben Roethlisberger one. Right. Christmas. You know. So you bought stupid. me like the Patrick Kane one. It was like the first one I had. Yeah. Uh, so it's like. And it's like a simple, it's something simple that's like a good price point. $10 just, price point. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's not huge. They're the Beanie Babies of that generation. <laughs> yeah. They, they really they, are. They don't like, really show a sign of slowing down, though. No, they're still going. A lot of people yeah. still buy them. Yeah. And what's funny crazy. for me is the one that Brock just listed is what got me into what Ken just listed. <laughs> I, I got the 
Marvel Collector Core loot loot box that started me collecting the Funko Pops. Yeah. So cool. What do you got next, Justin? Um, oh, do you have something else there, Ken? No, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, so going back, um, in 2010. You give specific dates. (laughs) Oh, I just give specific years. But 2010, Instagram is founded. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, if you look at what that has done, it started out as a way for people to share pictures. And now people are making millions and millions of dollars a year just posting pictures and advertising products to their their Instagram pages. And it's it's led to – and it's not – it's not like – you know, one, it's it's not like it's just, oh, you know, women from ages, you know, 16 to 25 are the only ones making money. Everybody's there's kids that can make money on Instagram. There's older people that make money on Instagram. It is it, that app like shot off a huge wave in in the way people communicate, the way companies advertise, yep. um, which it, probably it, gave it probably gave birth to TikTok. Well, they created the uh, term influencer, I think, came yeah. from Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I agree. All right. Uh, next one I have, um, going back to, like, Ken's toys a little bit. I had, like, retro toys. Um, all these different all these different lines that are out. Everything is back now. I mean, everything really made a huge surge back. Turtles. I know they've been out for a long time, but it seems like in this past decade – Transformers, these G.I. Joe waves, the Marvel Legends, DC stuff, anything you want, the Super 7 Thundercats. I mean, every every sort of, like, major thing that we had when we were kids, it's all back heavily and all has, like, some really cool shit out there. You know, um, you can buy, I mean, Ghostbusters. There's lines of toys for everything. I mean, and everything is huge. You walk down the toy aisle nowadays in a store, it's like 1980 all over again. I mean, it's... Mm -hmm. It's except everything. they're all empty. <laughs> yeah, except they're all empty. So that was one of mine. What you got next, Brock? My next one is something that both was born in this decade and died. And that was the Toys to Life craze for video games. Oh, um, yeah. Skylanders. Skylanders, Disney Infinity, Lego Dimensions. and Oh, yeah. We have them, and now they're kind of just like, I think Nintendo announced this past week that they're discontinuing Amiibos. Yeah. So I thought they were cool. They were usually a really solidly designed figure in the very yeah. least. And then they had the interactivity with the games, which I thought was Did fun. you really play a lot of Disney Infinity, or you just collected them? I pretty much collected it. Yeah. See, I collected Skylanders, but we played the hell out of Skylanders in my house. I mean, Skylanders 1 and 2, that was like my favorite game ever. I mean, we played that nonstop. I really don't know why it fizzled out, because it was really popular for a while, all of them. Like, even the Toys R Us. Yeah, it got dumb because it got too complicated. You know, the basic thing with Skylanders that was good is you had, like, you had a new crop of guys out every, every... you know, when a new wave would hit or a new game would get, you get new guys with a little bit of gimmick. Then they started getting all weird where you would have to mix them together and they had vehicles and all this other stuff. It was like too much. It was too much to like 
keep up with. They should have kept it simple. They tried to like reinvent the wheel each year where all people wanted was just a new game to play with your old ones that you already built up and you already had them powered up. They they didn't matter in the new games, and that's what lost people. You spent all that time and money building these figures up to make them unbeatable, and you can't even play them in the new game. I really don't know why Disney Infinity died so quick. Yeah, it just just got the Star Wars game out and then like two months into the star wars release they're like oh we're not going to continue to support this game anymore yeah especially now they would have been able to use the x-men and everything else with it and it died quick like they made the announcement i think in january by march the servers were down it was just gone that was just gone i had to take it so quick yeah it's crazy that's a good one though what do you got ken so I kind of have an, an event that kind of changed an industry and a mindset that we all are fans of. But I put down All In. Uh, the wrestling event All In, I feel like, kind of kicked off uh, this whole kind of re- – well, it was the – kind of the, the the start point of this new boom other than like new japan some other stuff that led to that but i feel like that's kind of the first thing where it kind of started getting are you reading this one from your wrestling list that we're going to do later or is this one on your pop culture list too i think it was something that transcended just wrestling and was it on pop culture so. okay all right it's on my wrestling what, list but you know fuck me so you know i just want to make sure you weren't looking at the wrong list that's all i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no i agree keep going no, I'm done now. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it was a big event. It was definitely one of the one of the uh, um, cooler things that happened, and it also showed that you can uh, kind of do some stuff on your own and don't need like big the big corporations to back you and be under the yep. banner of another big flagship. You can kind of like get together and do it all together and do it on your own. And we were there. Yep. I don't know if that will ever happen again. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that was that's why I kind of put it on down there. It was a time and place where, like, you know, uh, an industry that was monopolized by a billion-dollar corporation that, you know, some guys went together and they did it on their own. Like, I just don't – yeah, I don't think you're going to see that again. And if you do, it's going to be a long, long time. And I don't know if it will be that successful either. So, Okay. Good. Justin? Um, 2015, Ark Survival Evolved comes out. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fortnite's on mine now. It, it is... It, it's a game that I'm still playing six years later. Um, and when it first came, like the first year that it came out, people would watch players play this online like people do Fortnite now. Yeah, I don't understand why people watch people play video games. I'll never get that. I'll never understand. I don't that. understand why people watch people playing sports. It's the same fucking Ooh. thing. Ooh. It's the same fucking thing. Sick burns. <laughs> but, oh, as of right now, so six years I've owned this game, and as of right now, I have... 3,875 hours in this game. (laughs) How many hours in a year? Uh, (laughs) Oh, shit. Think of all the things you could have done. Can learn another language. I regret none of them. Think of all the strippers that missed out on money because of (laughs) ARC. 
money uh, I didn't spend because I was playing a video game. All right. Uh, my next one is for me. I don't have a specific date about it, but to me, it was a rise in the growth of streaming services. Uh, we usually, we only had Netflix before 2010, and then when you got into, I mean, it just grew and grew and grew, especially in the past five years. It's all there is. I mean, it's it just grew so massively to with the with the introduction of Hulu, and then now you have Disney Plus, HBO Max, all these things. Everyone has one. Everyone has a service. I don't even think regular cable really exists too much anymore, unless you're over. 60 i think you have regular cable um but it, it just it's crazy the world we live in and um everything is tr- locking up things that are streamable it was like all the craze um a couple years ago it's still going on with people trying to lock down these shows you want to get so you could binge it and uh yeah i think it's i think that's what this decade is i think of as i think of streaming and how it took off a good one next brock i have pokemon go oh yeah it's kind of a big deal it uh it kind of brought back i mean pokemon never really went away but the card game that ken and i saw at the store kind of like the popularity of the game was waning and you know whenever pokemon go came out it became a big hit once again and then just saw a ripple effect and people still play it religiously. It's not as popular as it was, but I think it's still a pretty good. Keep the park driving around in their cars. Yeah. And they keep it fresh too. They keep adding more content, more events, more Pokemon. They, they, they've done a good job at keeping it going. And unlike most mobile games that you play, you don't have to sink a dime into this. Yeah. To play competitively. I feel like when you first used to play it, you would have to buy Pokeballs more often because, like, you felt like you ran out of them. Now, like, I mean, there's so many Pokestops everywhere. If you, you just can get, send gifts to each other, you get Pokeballs gifts, and stuff. Just there's get so, so many, many more ways to get them. Yeah, it, you like. They, they, I mean, they still have to be making money in microtransactions, or else they wouldn't be doing it anymore. So. Right. Yeah, it's definitely something that got like people interested even in the game again and other stuff like that yeah justin used to play pokemon go for a while we drove around grand park i did play for a little while ken what's the last time you logged into it it's got to be at least been a year really yeah i deleted the app completely off my phone sorry about the hiccups um yeah I i deleted the app i don't think i've had it for a while i jump on every once in a while yeah, I do it like once a week. If I go to the park or from near somewhere, I'll put it on. Like if I was able to get together with people and stuff easily, I think I'd still play. That was kind of like the whole point of it was you get into a group of people, hang out, and walk around, get a good walk. I was sitting at home the other day at my house, and my niece was visiting, and she was like telling me, remember you have that game where you catch those monsters? She was referring to Pokemon Go. And I'm like, because I used to play, play it around her. So I turned it on and open. Usually if you open up my house, one will appear. One or maybe two will appear, and that's about it. I opened it up, there was like 15 just sitting in my <laughs> yard. I was like, what's going on here? I think <laughs> they do that after you've been away for a while to get you excited. Yeah, got me excited. <laughs> All right, Ken, you're up. Uh, so I'm going to kind of just go off the cuff here because a lot of my stuff wasn't 
on par with what we've been talking about, so I just kind of got rid of them. And I well, tell, me, tell me what one of them was that you got rid of. Like, I thought we were doing, like, best of, like, this, best of that. So, like, I thought my best, my favorite comic book of the last decade decade was the comic book saga that kind of stuff but i would want though yeah but it's like the game changer in the comic book world people really got into that yeah it was like since walking dead it was one of yeah. the you know a, a number one issue that a non-marvel really non-dc type thing yeah that was a good one but fuck it i took it off my list so <laughs> i want to talk about you know and justin's talking about Sorry, these hiccups. Justin's talking about Ark and how much time he spent into it. I wanted to talk about Skyrim because Skyrim's a game that's been out for 10 years. Yep. Jesus, hiccups. I apologize. Skyrim. <laughs> um, Go to his house and scare him. <laughs> so Skyrim has been a game that's been out for 10 years. I think it came out, you could play it on 360, Xbox One. And now that like Microsoft has bought Bethesda, who makes Fallout in this, the Elder Scrolls games? Like it's going to be something that you're going to see more often. But I feel like it was a, just a, such a good uh, open world game that you know really a lot of people I know played it and got into it. So I'm going to say Skyrim. It was such a, a great game for like you know really it's been a, it's still playable. You can, I'd still pick it up and play it every once in a while. So is that more important to you than Fallout was to you? I think it was better. Yeah, like I loved Fallout 3, Fallout 4, but I think I, because I owned Skyrim, I was thinking about it, like I had Skyrim for 360, and then I beat what I had, and then I bought it again for my Xbox One when I bought that, and played it multiple times, almost as much, I don't know how many how much time I put into it, but it's probably a little, maybe on par with what Justin has in ARC. That I would yeah. get into building houses and and you know trying to get all the guild shit. Like I spent a lot of time in, on that game. Yeah, you and, used to uh, love that. Yep. Oh yeah, all the time. Well, there I'm you go. Right now. I'm play right now. That's a good one. <laughs> all right, Justin. What do we got? Two more left here, right? Yep. Um, and so I'm gonna leave mine on here, but I was kind of doing the same thing Ken did. I was trying to find like uh, a something influential from so from different categories so this one was from from kind of sports i guess but um in 2015 when american pharaoh actually won the cripple tra- the triple crown um <laughs> it had been 32 the years horse. since any horse had done it yeah um and i have a soft spot for the kentucky derby i watch it every year because my grandma used to watch it and used to bet on it um and so i've been i've been a fan of the kentucky derby for a long time um both my parents had horses when they were kids um so it's uh but that was a big deal 32 years um when he won it in 2015 um and then it was actually won again a couple years later in 2018 but at that point the previous winner was 1978 um when uh uh crap what was the horse's name um that that smarty jones blew it a few years before that yeah what a loser smarty jones turned out to be well (laughs) big brown um Big Brown was the year before American wow. Pharaoh. He won the Derby and Belmont, but couldn't take Preakness. Um, couldn't so. take it. It's untakeable. <laughs> All right. What a loser. <laughs> That's good. I didn't realize you liked horse racing that much. All right. I'm not to watch it. it. I just watch the Derby every year. There's only three important ones to watch. It's not hard. Exactly. <laughs> My next one is 
TV shows that sort of change the game and change the way people get into TV shows. And for me, that's The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. I feel like those two shows were the two biggest shows of the past decade. I know one's still going, probably shouldn't be going, but it was just different. I mean, we got so into those that, like, used to just gather around and talk about what's going to happen next on either one of them, speculate for a year. Uh, they were so big. I mean, it was something everyone talked about. Everyone, there's YouTube channels that just strictly became popular just because they were talking about Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. Um, they had TV shows that talked about them. I mean, they were just uh, huge. You know, I don't, I don't remember seeing anything as big as those two shows. I know there's other shows that are popular, like uh, This Is Us and stuff like that. But everyone was into Walking Dead or Game of Thrones, even if you weren't like a nerd and into that kind of stuff, people would say, do you watch Walking Dead? Do you watch Game of Thrones? It was like you had to cover both of those, and most people did. I really don't know too many people that haven't watched one or the other. Um, were they on anyone else's list? No, not on mine. Mm-hmm. Surprise. I had like The Office and, and Parks and Rec. I guess I just wasn't thinking. Because Game of Thrones, I feel like since it's gone off the air, has not had as much, you know, since it's over. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that it hasn't had the love, but when you look at like the office, really the, the that whole was it Peacock network. Yeah, it gets NBC that love. Stream, yeah, there it's gonna it's constantly streaming. Like it was. But if you go in the, if you go ten years in this past ten years and in, in the in the Game of Thrones era, it oh, was the yeah. king. I, Oh yeah, I know. Uh, that's, it and yeah, Walking Dead were like the kings. That was like all people look forward to watching was it's Game of Thrones season time. You know, we used to get so pumped for the new season starts in three days. Yeah, Stranger Things I think isn't as popular as those two were. Those two were the juggernauts of the 2010s. Well, with Stranger Things, you could watch it all in a day. So that in the anticipation wasn't there. I think that's what killed Game of Thrones for me. Yeah. It just became this dragons. Yeah. yeah. And Walking Dead's still going, so. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't mention Lost, because the season finale of Lost was in 2010. Yeah, but it, it wasn't. For, Lost was more of the, the early 2000s for me. When it was at its peak. All right, go ahead, Brock. A peak? All right, my last one, since Justin and I repeated <laughs> one, is uh, The Rise of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. It started in the decade prior, but I think it only had what two Iron Man movies. Yep. Before 2010. Yep. So I, I have that on there. I thought that was pretty big since they make a billion dollars each anymore. So I have a more specific when it comes to that. Um, I do as well. Captain America, pick up Same your thing. I love that he did my voice. All right, so we all have the rest of us. We all have a moment revolving around that. So go ahead, Ken. What's yours? I have uh, the end game. You know the Infinity stuff. The basically the last two Avengers movies. So yeah. I have how that was like such a huge, you know, the lead up to all that. It was uh, being such a big deal. That's yeah. that's what I have. My that's mind. another thing I don't think they'll be able to do again. Yeah, I don't think so either. That's what mine was. Mine was Avengers Endgame, um, more the the final act scene and all that stuff that went on there. But I don't think you'll ever see a movie like Infinity War is up there, too, because it's kind of like it's kind of the same thing. Infinity War and Endgame. But Endgame to me just had that. Like, I don't remember ever a, a movie that everybody was excited for. I don't remember. Or, there's not a person that wasn't like. When does that come out? We had to order tickets like 
weeks in advance. You had to like, they were going like hotcakes trying to score different dates. I mean, they had a date every. The movie theater had a, had a movie playing every hour. There was like a show going going on of it. So you're like, I went to see it at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, the second time. So like, it took the whole family to see him. You take your, you're taking all these different people to see it. It was just such an event. It'll never be recreated like that. I remember we were trying to get tickets for that. We reached at a different showing. Yeah. Like, are there? It's available at this one, and like. <laughs> just a whole big fiasco. Yeah. And for me, the end scene with, I mean, being a Cap guy, it was just, it's like, if you like Captain America, uh, well, uh, lay down, take your pants down here, or we're going to give you everything you need right now. <laughs> I mean, picking up the hammer, all the other stuff, the being alone, the big fight, all that stuff, the assemble, just it just doesn't get any better for me. That's the best scene ever in a movie, in my eyes, and I'll never, I'll never probably change. I don't know the the on your left whenever every the entire MCU Great. comes out on one screen is fantastic. Right. Yeah, yep. that that three minute or like that two minute segment there when he says on your left, they all come out yeah. and then they all reveal again. Everyone's back. I mean, it just gets the adrenaline going. And then when he says it, and they all. It's just like it's like an orgasm. I mean, I don't One know. Thing you annoyed me about that scene, though. They all had to take their mask off as they came yeah. out. Yeah, well, yeah, they all had to do mask off to show everybody where they were. You know, <laughs> this yeah. isn't somebody else wearing my suit. It's really me. It's me. I'm yeah. here. I'm back. If you go and like, it, I was just glad we saw it in a theater that wasn't because I've seen like crowd reactions for some other theater where you can't even hear the scene because people are screaming and yelling so loud you know i'm like what i would go i'd be like shut up what like when ken brought uh mac truck mclean with us to see guardians ruin guardians of the galaxy yeah <laughs> all right joe go justin what was your moment i end game okay do you have any more ken or is that five uh, i'm done did you have another one no, I'm done. I, I mean, I may have. I don't know. I deleted all of it. I just. Sure, I, <laughs> I mean, really, I have a list of things that were dumb that we could talk about that happened in the last decade. I found some stuff that I thought was funny. Oh, maybe I did. So it was. I was looking at lists, and the one thing that popped up on every single list was Lady Gaga's meat dress. You yeah. know what? I saw that too. Saw that was too. that the dumbest things of the decade? I also yeah, think uh, Prince dying was a big thing in this past decade. You know, fidget spinners. <laughs> fidget spinners were great. Yeah, that was a good one. Fidget spinners were very popular. They didn't have a very long run, though. No, they, they came in fast. They were everywhere, and everyone wanted them, and then they all died out. Let's bring them back. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right, that's. Thousand KF- that's uh that's our list do with it what you want i know we're you're late but hey we're special so take us out ken all right everyone please like share subscribe please tell a friend tell them that we do drivel for multiple hours on end um also check out our uh, pro wrestling week interview but you know, fucking or don't. I don't know. Fucking whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. Later. Later. Bye.